Yep. Hey everybody, welcome to Reboot Leggers, a comedy podcast where we reboot everything that nobody wants rebooted. I'm your one of your hosts, Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. Hello, Frank. Hi, what's up? Welcome How to the doing? show. How you doing? Thanks for oh, hello. Thanks for being. Yeah, thanks for having me over. Thanks. For, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> uh, Frank, we are a decidedly adult programming network, I would say. Mm-hmm. We are not safe for children. Not a lot of the kids shows. And so maybe uh, we go ahead and correct our image yeah let's correct that you know let's just mm-hmm. give something for everybody let's reach let's reach down to the babies to those and babies. let's pat them let's pat them on their on their head let's, i don't know what you do let's do grab, you pat babies on the head like you, a dog you grab the babies by their small hands and you pick them up so that they can walk and on their swing own all the way around uh so like a helicopter sometimes you might you might swing them yeah um, this bit is less funny than I thought it was going to be, so let's go on. Um, oh, I liked it, but okay. Well, I felt like I was I wasn't really carrying my weight. That's fine. Uh, you know, let me carry you. All right. Mm. Just hop on up, hop on up, <laughs> uh, up on. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so uh, I think done with that. Yep, you killed it. <laughs> now it's dead. Uh, alright, so here's a show that I think... Did you ever watch Clifford the Big Red Dog? Or did you just read the books? Like, the play? A little bit. I, no, I never I never watched the books. Reading was discouraged. Did watch the show. Okay. Uh, Clifford, voiced by the late, great John Ritter. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, but I think that show has a lot of... Meat. A lot of bones. A lot of... Big dog, big bones. Big dog, big bones, and so, um, we. I'm thinking like a. What do you think? Make of, them old. Make them all old right away. Nope, that no? doesn't work super great with dogs. Old dogs are not. Enduring. Yeah. So let's. Okay. So let me just. It, it's been a long time mm-hmm. since I've seen any of Cliff Cliffords, Cliffy, Cliffy yep. B, as I call him. It's been a, <laughs> That's a long time. It's been a long time. So Clifford is a dog that is monstrous in proportion. Is Correct. that right? Am I, I'm good, right? Yes. He's got um, – he's owned by a little girl named Elizabeth? A- Emily? Emily Elizabeth. She has two Emily. Names. Okay, I was I was sort of right in the wrong direction. Yeah. So she's got Clifford. Mm-hmm. Boom. Clifford's of – Clifford – He she gets Clifford when he's very, very small, and then he grows very, very large. Yes. And um, if there's you- other dogs in the dog's talk? There yeah. are other dogs, but the dogs can only talk to each other. None of the dogs can talk oh, to okay. any of the humans. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, but so an interesting thing you can learn if you really pay attention to the theme song. So Clifford Clifford needed Emily. And so she chose him for her own, which is – that sounds fine. But then the next line is that her love made Clifford grow so big that the Howards oh. – that's their name – had to leave their home. So – Somehow, Emily Elizabeth's love is what made Clifford grow to these gigantic proportions. All right, so we have, we have there are two distinct possibilities here. One, Clifford is a class of being that feasts on emotion. Yep. Two, option B, Emily Elizabeth is a being who, through emotion, can influence the world around her. Yes, and I like both of these ideas. Emily Elizabeth is a sorceress of 
of of of other of love in the case of her big 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 dog Clifford, but maybe there's other things. Is she specifically about growing and shrinking things? Well, I think uh um I guess why not? What about this? What about this? Or Clifford can feed on emotions. So so far in his baby little puppy oh. life, he's been fed with love. But then what happens now that he's giant? Like somebody at some point has to get scared of him, right? What about this? What about this? Let's do both. Let's put that chocolate inside that peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And what if there is a class of beings that doth feed on emotions, mm-hmm. and there is also a class of beings that prove that whose emotions can be fed upon, and it's like a a symbiotic relationship. Oh, they need to be because if they're not if they're not paired up. They overload. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, or some kind of smoothening. Um, so, like, <clears throat> so we've got Emily Elizabeth's is mutant race or whatever, right? They they pour out, like, extra emotion all around them. Mm-hmm. And if there's no one to suck it up, it, like, it, it just splashes everywhere, right? And she could be... Pouring emotions into other things. Other things, yeah. And then with Clifford's race, he eats all the extra emotion. And if there's no extra, if there's no emotion to eat, he drains it out of people that need their emotions and like and like makes them. I don't think he kills them. That's too grim. I think he just makes them like gray and lifeless. What if, like emotional zombies? What if it's like they uh, without a? We need names for these two races yeah so i just i swear i didn't pre-plan this i just realized that we basically made cloak and dagger a little bit yeah but this, we're talking about a whole race instead of just two instead of just sexy two teams it's a whole you now you've opened a very interesting door which is that do we does the c is this the cw's foray into sexy dogs oh you know that dog gonna be sexy mm-hmm. um okay <laughs> Oh, I was wrong. It wasn't Ashley Johnson. It's Gray Delisle. No, wait. Yeah. You know Gray? Gray Delisle? Is the, vo- is the voice of the little girl? Yeah. Yeah, she's good at, she's good at those. She's real good at those. She's Azula. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so we need names for these things, but, um, like, you could call them, I don't know. Like, givers and takers? You could call that's them. Weird. That's pretty. That's pretty grim. You could call them, um... Emoticons and and feed and fido men, vacuums and no blow nope. holes. Nope. 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 The suckers and the nope. the, the pushers. <laughs> You've got. I feel like we need pushers now. The pushers. Nah, maybe, so, maybe the pushers are bad people that force other emotions away. Into they people. push their emotions upon you. Well, so here's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. So, so they say like you have to poop. <laughs> That's not an emotion. <laughs> <laughs> you set off my cough laugh. Okay. So, but so what I'm getting at, what, until we can think of some names, the the race. Of Clifford's dog race. Are they all dogs? No, but Cl- well, maybe I don't know. But so Clifford is a dog. He without and, and so for, oh God, this is so hard. So Clifford without an Emily Elizabeth would just be siphoning emotions off of everyone, and with and just without Emily drain. Elizabeth's specific guided 
only providing love emotions and that can like do a body wrong you know mm-hmm. he's getting a lot of anger and um sexiness and yeah greed. he's just sucking it all up he's pulling in all the negativo emotions mm-hmm. without her and so it's kind of a you know he's just getting all that nasty vibe he's getting all that nasty feel yes and maybe and maybe that makes him a mean dog right he's a mean sad dog Yep. And they like growls at people. Mm-hmm. And what happens? So I think Emily Elizabeth's having more of a meltdown scenario, right? Where like everyone everyone around her is just like chaotically mood swinging and like she she knows that she's like hurting people by being near them and she doesn't want to be alone, but she has to be alone. Mm-hmm. And then maybe she finds a dog on the sh- is there does Clifford like do something that like makes people come and see what's happening does emily elizabeth just find this dog on the street i guess she that's the thing in and this is this is canon in the books is that you know clifford is the smallest of i guess i think she just bought him from like i don't know like an old man in a trench coat no well maybe so she she specifically like he was the the smallest of his litter like that was supposed to be the thing it's like he's the runt Mm. you don't want him and it's like oh but really they made him grow yeah oh so this is like a high school reunion thing is clifford became 10 feet tall and said what now Mm -hmm. what now Mm -hmm. yeah when he goes back to the 10-year reunion and all the other dogs are our dog dog sized yeah and they're basically dying because 10 years is a good bit for dogs and it's just just got heavy just got yeah sorry so i think maybe a reaper clifford could be a reaper as in he reaps emotion oh that's pretty good you got reapers and sowers sowers okay okay all right so clifford (laughs) little john clifford's a reaper and we're gonna say that reapers don't do dog years right Nah, Reapers don't do dog years. Reapers are Not a, eternal. All. They look like dogs. But as long as they can feed on love, their lifespan is extended indefinitely. What if they feed on other emotions, though? Well, yeah, like for battle. Mm, or just in general. So. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, like, so you feed on, like, you can feed on Cheetos or you can feed on Kale, like... When Reapers feed on love, they live forever, but they can eat other stuff. So, we established that without a sower from which to reap, Reapers, mm-hmm. um, they kind of reap all the things and it's not good for them. Yeah, it's a wave of reaping that, that it, it, it parasitically drains all the beings around them. But, here's my follow-up. If a sower does not have a Reaper into which they can sow... How, do, what what happens to does something happen to them to their emotions? I think get- that we have some nice I think that we have some nice parallels here for like a a, a mania depression dichotomy right so Ooh. Clifford dreams emotions and they they all become emotionless like gray husks of 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 souls but when a sower <clears throat> a sower just spills out everywhere and in, induces a manic state that is obviously very bad for society in the long term do where people-, people just people just go nuts and like start looting or just like just like bang on the street and just like like it goes wild so their emotions get kind of siphoned into everybody yeah um now tell me something what happens so do those people grow very large and change size and stuff 
Oh, does it induce a physical change? I think that would be really good. I think temporarily. Be really well. Yes. Like it's uh like then when when the sower like is moves away from them they like they like fall to the ground and like unmutate their horrific modifications. You can't see me but I'm nodding. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. So how do these two crazy kids get together? Does she just buy him a still? From a oh, does she just buy him? Well, but then we don't get, like... Is it the, what the prophecy foretold? Oh, that could be good. Does she know she's a sower? Does he know he's a reaper when they first yeah, meet? Yeah, are they hiding out on Earth? We gotta we got figure out some of that setup in the beginning. There was the heavens and the Earth. Yep. So maybe... Are the reapers and the sowers at war with each other? Oh, you tell me this is Romeo and Juliet? No, nah, yeah, I don't this, think they this, are. They're they're not because they seem if, like they maybe just don't know that each other exists. What if? Ooh, what if they're not necessarily at war? But what like, if this is a double Moses situation? Mm, elaborate. Right. So Earth, Earth is Earth is the River Nile, and two spaceship baskets bearing <laughs> the last of two species. Here, two spaceship baskets. Bearing the last of their species, both find Earth as a habitable planet. What if one race has been enslaved by the other as, like, what if the Reaper race has enslaved the Sowers as, like, batteries? But they want to feed on love, and slaves don't do that. Stockholm Syndrome. <sighs> what about... Um, yeah. <laughs> what about, let's talk about this. I mean, they can't be at war with each other either, then, if that's the no, 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 We're backed out now. There's some reason that they both end up on Earth. It doesn't have to be the same reason for each of them, I guess. I just... Maybe the, the Reapers, uh... Go on. Do, do the Reapers parasitically drain worlds of emotions yeah hmm. and like and, and then leave like the planet's fine just no one's ever really happy or really sad and they never can be again yeah they're because they're gray now but <laughs> they turn like grayscale yeah so long term long short-term exposure drains your ability to to generate emotion long-term exposure um just causes all the bits of your brain that make those chemicals to just conk out from disuse they conk yeah okay what about pseudoscience yeah but so then so then what the sowers are they a new race um i don't know i don't see any reason for them to be intimately related before meeting on earth other than that, their powers are like the exact complement to each other. Yeah, maybe they visit a maybe they visited a world millions of years ago, where Ooh. in response to becoming gray, Ooh. there was kind of this fight or flight, last ditch X gene activation, some evolutionary that, ad- adaptation. Yeah, yeah. So instead of becoming gray, their emotions went into like insane empathic hyperdrive. Yeah, because evolution was like, hey, y'all. If none of y'all is going to feel love for each other, how are you going to bone down and make new babies? 
Mm-hmm. And evolution decided evolution intelligently decided that hey yes. you guys need to be feeling again. Just and like, so their their emotions kicked into one million percent because that's how evolution works. You know. It's, yeah, it decides the best thing. That's yeah. what that's what I learned in science. Right. So at church camp. So, yeah. So then, the sowers. Do they? Uh, oh, we can we 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 can Superman this bitch. So hit me. The sowers are constantly spilling emotions all over the place and into each other, and like the gross. world was like this collapsing, and then. A science man was like, um, no, my only daughter, like, I will shoot you into, into space like Superman did. Oh, I was kind of hoping that the, the planet <coughs> that they visited millions of years ago was Earth. Well, that would mean that every human is a sower. Not all of them, just some. Now we've evolved. Ooh! Oh, so now we're doing X-Men. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe it's just we've evolved. Yeah, it's kind of like X-Men. But it's, it's this, it, we've evolved. Now that, like, no one can feel emotions... It evolved into some people feel everyone's emotions and, like, provide emotions for everyone. So they, like, send those emotions. But then Emily Elizabeth would have a place and wouldn't need Clifford. Well, maybe it's uncontrollable. No, that's true. And the the theme song does clearly state that Clifford needed Emily. Yeah. But did Emily need Clifford? I mean, I guess not. I don't really want to change Earth on that kind of scale, though. Not... As the premise. Alright. <clears throat> so what's the... So they come from another planet. It's gonna blow up? It is? I don't know why she right. get sent away. Well, though, the, the the original Sower planet, it was going... Yeah, it was going nuts. There's too much emotions. It was rocking. It was rocking the core of the planet. <laughs> the planet's rocking and nobody mm-hmm. was knocking. So then it was like, science guy, give me, you know, um, I don't know. They send her on a pod. On the pod. Maybe they all just go as a family. Maybe her whole family is Oh, like a family vacation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would rather have the whole family be aliens just hiding out on Earth than have it be like, you know, Lost Son of Krypton again. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually cool. So Clifford eats a lot of people's emotions. Um, maybe. That's why he gets so big. Yeah, I just feel like. It's like how if you keep and keep feeding a guinea pig, it just keeps going. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe you ever just you ever just done that? Yeah, and they get very big as bigger than your house. I just don't. I like the idea of Emily being the sower of the family, but her family still just being like in on it. I mean, it could be that she was adopted by her aliens. No, Emily was a sower, but they got adopted by humans. Mm. Now, see, then we're getting too much into Last Son of Krypton. <clears throat> well, I don't know what I can do about that. All right, so I guess her parents. So are the parents, too. the. Maybe once you become an adult, you don't need those emotions. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, well, okay. Everyone knows that adults no longer feel. Oh, okay. Maybe um, as they were all boarding their escape rocket, Reapers got the parents? Nah. And, like, sucked all their emotions out? I don't know. Yeah. Does that work? But then they let them go? Yeah, I, like it. Maybe. What if this? They were leaving the planet because they knew the Reapers were coming back. Mm-hmm. Mother is pregnant with Emily Elizabeth at the time. There we go. There we go. And the Reapers, <clears throat> yes, the Reapers arrive 
slightly ahead of schedule, intercept their spacecraft, mm-hmm. and do mm-hmm. siphon all of their mm-hmm. sewing. But the Reapers cannot detect the infant life, the fetus. Mm. And so Emily is born with her sewing powers. Fully intact. Fully intact. In fact, they're in overdrive. Maybe they're in overdrive even. Yes! And then a nice dog. The dog doesn't need to, like, know, like, Reapers don't work, like, in a second, right? Like, in the, like, Reapers, Clifford doesn't know he's a Reaper yet. Mm-hmm. How did he end up on Earth? Um. An advanced scout? Oh, he knows he's a Reaper. No. Maybe he's, like, a plant who will I be feel activated. Like... Yeah. Maybe he's an Iron Giant situation. Oh, okay. He's a Reaper that was raised in captivity because his parents were captured by Area 51. Oh. And he escapes. Oh. And finds his way to, um, you know, like a shelter. Mm-hmm. Because he's just a dog still. And right? he's like, like nah, I mean, man, I'm not into it. Are they all dogs? Is that what we established? They're all dogs? All Reapers are canine, I believe, yeah. Can some of them... Mm, okay. Oh, no, Spitball. We're, we're just talking. No, I just think that might work. I guess that works pretty well because dogs, uh, you know, in the real world are incredibly good at uh, receiving love. Uh, yeah, feeding on... Yeah. Although, you know, what, if, what, we're, what were you if we're being honest, it seems more like cats are more the feed-on-love type and the dogs are more the provide-love-as-well type. We're not. Clifford's a big red dog. No, right? I know that. He's not a big red cat. Also, we gotta talk about the big red... the red part. Like, no dog red no part. dog in real life is that red. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know... Hollywood magic. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I feel like our Clifford has to be red to keep the investors... Oh, he's totally got to be red. I'm just saying, do we talk about, like... But now he's red because of love. Is his redness... Ooh. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, you got Okay. Yeah, so run now with we're, it, run with it. Now we're talking about Reapers that are different colors based on their primary siphonable emotion. Mm, yes, 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 yes. All right, all right. Are all dogs Reapers in some form? Ooh. Because there is... Ooh! Clifford has a dog who is purple. He has a friend Skip dog Skip the who Area is 51 thing. Earth used to be nothing, was seeded with life by a Reaper scouting colony. And now all dogs live on Earth. Um, all dogs are like one one millionth Reaper, but oh. Clifford was born with like the purest gene line. No, 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 no. Okay, well, it's that and also – maybe it's that, but also – Everyone on Earth, so it was just meant to be Reapers siphoning from regular people, but they did not expect that a sower would be on this planet, and so she... Just swamp by dogs. Uh, just Clifford. Clifford reaps, just Clifford. Clifford reaps it big, and that's why oh, he's... Oh! A- all dogs, if they had a sower, could get that big. Mm-hmm. But only but Clifford found a sower. Right. They're all just regular size because they got yes. regular people. Yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, so the other dogs uh, in the show, the, the the main ones, we have Cleo, who's a purple poodle. Uh, envy and or jealousy. That, that tracks. That tracks because she is energetic, selfish, troublemaking, with a tendency to not tell the truth. Yes. 
her her catchphrase is have i ever steered you wrong after which she inadvertently does immediately afterwards steer them steer them wrong she's one of clifford's best friends okay so clifford eats love cleo eats envy we'll just keep it simple t-bone t-bone voiced by kel mitchell love that boy i believe that's your favorite boy kel he is a boy the kel Mm-hmm. And if 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 memory serves, T Bone is a he's, angry dog. He's no, he's very happy. He's yellow. Oh, he's very happy. He's yellow and orange, and he has a yellow. large appetite. Mm. Often cowardly, clumsy, and cautious, <clears throat> but does have moments of bravery. Okay, so we got a yellow bulldog. He feeds on. Now, here's an interesting door to open. Mm-hmm. Does he feed on bravery and turn it into cowardice? Mm. That's interesting. Why would he do that? Well, like, no, no, like, so if he if he feeds on bravery, would sucking the bravery from a person turn them into a coward? Oh, no. Flip flip the bitch. Do you want to know why? Hit me. T-Bone's owner, according to the, Wiki- the Wikipedia, is Sheriff Lewis. T-Bone consumes fear and doubt. And that is why he is a coward. From his boy. owner, a bold law enforcer. Oh, that's right. His owner is a cop, so that that so he kind of he kind of takes that hit for the team. Mm-hmm. He consumes. T Bone's like, I will be cowardly for you. Yes. Oh, he, he makes his owner into a warrior. But Frank, if that's how this works, does that mean that Emily Elizabeth in our show is actually like a total bitch? No, love is a catch-all, and it it flip flops like a like a rebound mirror. Okay. Right, love, is an, love is the only exception. Okay. And then lastly, we have Mac, who is a blue greyhound. Because you can't force love. It's got to be true, and that means it goes both ways, and it's just always flip-flopping. What's love got to do with it, though? What does it not... Very much, actually. It's very powerful. Okay. The power of love. The power of love. Um, okay, so then we've got a male blue greyhound named Mac. He's blue, an inflated sense of <laughs> self-importance. He shifts between aloofness and wanting to be part of the circle of friends. He competes in dog shows, can be vain, bossy, and selfish. However, he appears to be devoted to his owner, Jetta. Jetta is also kind of a bitch, if I recall. So we have a blue greyhound who's very vain. Aloof, but needy. We're saying he's sucking up that pride. Pride? He's just sucking up that pride. But the thing is, Jetta, Jetta is also very vain and prideful. That's my straw. That's, that's how my straw he, that's noise. How he sucks it up. Just, just mm-hmm. sucking up that pride. Mm-hmm. So maybe some emotions drain and convert, and some emotions rebound. So okay. maybe, maybe, maybe sucking down that pride just like inflates it. Yeah, maybe. Like maybe when you, I don't know. I feel like not. It's not really. We can we 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 can just we can just we can just go with it. Just go with it. She she's got so yeah. much pride that he can't. Yeah, he can't get enough. He can't get enough to fully drain her. Yeah, because emotions refresh themselves. Yes. Baby Reapers, like, Reaper's stomachs, my, Reaper emotion stomachs, stretch like physical body stomachs, right? So dogs that never ha- – dogs that have no contact with a sower, mm-hmm. they feed on a very low level. It, it impacts their owner but can never gray them completely. Yes. Where – Clifford 
one time as mm-hmm. like a sower like pet him on the head and he, he got that good juice got that good good juice got that good got that good so juice good juice and then ever since then he's just been like like maximum vortex and he's huge and big and, and red huge okay they have to move to an island yeah because of how big he is for real? Yeah, they lived in a city. Is that part he, of the actual thing? Yeah, he lived in a city and he got huge, so then they moved away to an island. It's kind of me- it's kind of messed up. All right, so let's talk about pilots. Mm-hmm. This is uh. Let's, let's spin this up. Let's talk about the format. This is we're gonna go kids shows. Are we talking about? Big time. So we're talking about um thirty minute segments. Are we doing Are we doing two fifteen minute segments or one thirty minute Ooh. episode? Ooh, the sh- the short bump, <laughs> the short bump, <laughs> the short bump. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's. Are you okay? What just happened? To you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I just had to reboot my systems. Um, what just happened? Ah, reboot. Yeah, you, you, you. This show was followed up by a prequel show called Clifford's Puppy Days. Nope, that's right out. Okay, no longer Not canon. No longer canon. So let's go with the 30 minute film. Film. These are films, not movies. Well, let's go with the. F- Wait, what's the difference? I don't know. Let's go with the 30-minute television show format. Yeah? Yes, I like that. So, I actually forgot we were doing a kid's show. Yeah, this is for kids. It'll still be a cartoon. Yeah. But, you know, it can be... It can be... But there's, but there's, but there's no fucking. No, Frank. Is that a thing that you see as standard for cartoons? Well, if we were going to age this into a CW show, but I forgot we were doing a kid's show. Have we ever had fucking in a CW show? I just assume that it's been implied the whole time. Mm. Implied is different than seen, though. Well, well, yeah. Okay, as long as we're on the same page there. Oh, wait, I see the confusion. I've assumed that it's been implied the whole time that we've had actual fucking in the CW. Oh. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But we're not, because this is a kid's show. Right, the kids don't- kids don't need we're to know. That. Kids don't need to know, Frank. They don't need to know, no one should tell them, ever- for any reason, anything. No. That is the principles that this great nation was founded upon. Was never once talking to your kids about sex. Mm-mm. Not a f- nope. Never. Don't. It's dirty. Teaching it is dirty. Learning it is dirty. Yeah. Okay. So, 30 minutes. Let's talk about Pilot. Um, Emily already has Clifford. Do we just start... Does she, does she learn his siphon powers in episode one? Or does she already know... Um, I think she already knows we'll have it. The audience will learn through a, um, them just acting you know how, normal about it. Yeah. They're acting normal about it. And we'll have, you know how like, um, in like cop dramas and stuff, the intro crime is like, mm-hmm. they solve it super easily. Just mm-hmm. so you learn like the interpersonal relationships. Yeah. So maybe we start out with like a crime like a is happening. Super easy mystery. Is it crimes or is it like people bring mysteries to them? I'd say the first one. So the episode starts with them like with with you, you know how like a lot of time we get an introduction to a hero where like a crime is happening and then the hero just shows up and stops it at the very beginning. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, do you like two of those back to back? Well, we do one, one. We do one very quick, quick intro and then we go to the like main episode conflict from there. So oh no no I got yeah yeah so maybe like um a baby is having a tantrum and um and then 
Emily Elizabeth needs to sow calm. Did she yes. call it sowing? Like, I need to sow anger. I need to Planting, sow calm. Sowing Planting? it, yeah. No, she sows it. And then what does Clifford do? So, Emily Elizabeth sows the calm while Clifford drains the the uh the fright oh yes mm. and then um yeah a nice Clif- balance yeah and clifford turns a little uh yeller little, i was gonna say oh yeah yeah yellow is scaredness yeah um and he's like he gets a little scared and then emily has to sow more love into him yeah love is the band-aid over all the other things mm-hmm. it's the it's it's the universal donor of emotion stability yes that's a quick, and then and then from there, what's the main episode so like conflict? He, does, it, does it get like a little bit scary? Like Clifford starts to become yellow and like and like shake and like fall in the street, and then Emily Elizabeth is like no, and then like gives him love. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he just kind of he what he's like. I really want to run away. Oh, like yeah. Um, can they talk to each other, or does it just that the audience sees both of their thoughts? Uh, we'll say that they still cannot talk to each other, but mm-hmm. she so can... So Clifford just becomes very scared. She can read him based on his colors. Yeah, but the, the dogs still... The Reapers talk to each other, but not to the sowers. Yes, I like this. Okay, so then what's the main episode conflict of this pilot? The main episode conflict of the pilot. So do, I assume we... Do, are we going to set up something overarching for, this, for, for the show? Hmm... Maybe, like, but is there? May I don't know. I don't know. Maybe is there a, is there a dog named like Scaroso no. that wants to like awaken the reap? Yeah, I okay. do like that though, actually. But I don't know that we do that in the pilot. Maybe we just barely tease it in the pilot, but we don't really get into like it the for a while. very end. Yeah, yeah. We'll see that for the very end. There'll be like a dog who's like eating from a food bowl, and then he like looks up at the camera and says like, and he changes like into six different colors. Yeah, and there's and he says like. I've found you. I've found you. He says like I. No wait, no, he's he's got like a he's he's got a chuff to him. I think a chuff. He he's says got... like I. I have found you. <laughs> I finally found you, there, Clifford. Yes, there we go. We <laughs> really want that. He's droopy dog. Yeah, we really want that droopy dog. I've located him. Here he is. Her, Emily Elizabeth. Well, I found the shower. A dead weeper yeah. dog. <laughs> and we'll get him. He doesn't know his true purpose. He's a... Can children's shows cover the concept of race traitors? I would say no. We will not be covering race trading. Uh, we will not right. be doing human trafficking or dog trafficking. All right. No, you're right. You're right. All right. So what actually happens? Um... Does every problem just solve with pushing and pulling emotions? Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Is, um, I think we'll have some times where Emily has to overload Clifford with love to make him even larger. Oh, to like Megazord him. Yeah, and there will be there will absolutely be some conflicts in which Reapers have been overloaded with a bad emotion, and they are very big but very scary. And they gotta suck it out. Yep. Oh, yeah, give me one of those. One for the road. Yes. I'm just going to stop sucking while you react, please. This is making me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, episode one, we set up the baby. The very simple push-pull. We're just not going to talk about how that, like, might invade the concept of free will. Nah, they ain't no free will. It's all emotions, bruh. Yeah, it's all emotions. Empaths. Empaths. Mm -hmm. So, what's the main conflict? What's the meat? What is happening? So, um, there is 
a dog that got way too much pants. Um, what are the emotions that we're going to allow? Are we going standard, like, Green Lantern spectrum? Well, no, because we've got pride. So what do we got? Pride, we got, fear, yeah, we've love. Yeah, it's a little more vague than that. Pride, fear, love, happy. Obviously, there's happy. Um, yeah. Um, anger, hungry. Anger. Dog. Um, sleepy. Sleepy. Sneezy. Anger. Dopey. I don't think ha- some of those. Bashful. Yeah, that's pretty specific. Yeah. Um, and then you've also got shame. Oh, shame. Maybe there's a dog that got overloaded with shame. And he became a black vortex of shame. A shame spiral. He became a shame spiral. Everywhere he walks, he, yeah, he becomes shame spiral. That's his name. Shame spiral. I am shame spiral. I don't feel good about what I just did. Oh, oh, yeah. See, these are tough. So like if this was an adult show. I would say that there is, like, this dog lives in an apartment building that has an unusually high rate of suicides, Mm -hmm. but that's not going to work for us. Yeah, no, no suicides. He's just, like, poop. He lives – his doghouse is near the schoolroom where all the kids that are in detention go. Yeah, kids in detention don't feel shame. Come on. Those are the cool – those are the badasses. Those are the Power Rangers. Well, where do you – where do – where do children feel shame in large quantities? Definitely at school. Sex ed? Oh, is this not a kid's show, though? Oh, right. This is a kid's show. Okay. Nah, maybe we don't have shame dog Maybe it's in not this. shame. That's maybe too no tricky. Shame dog. Maybe it's just anger, and he is a school... Oh, 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 Go on. Oh. Go on. He has a doghouse, and the adjoining... If his yard where his doghouse is adjoins... A section of the school, re- the school, the schoolyard playground of the recess kids, mm-hmm. and in the same corner where the doghouse is, every single day a kid gets bullied there. <gasps> and so he eats, he eats the anger from the bullies, and he eats the humiliation, the humiliation from the bullied kid, and he turns, he turns into this swirling anger beast. Gross. And so then right? Emily Elizabeth ha- must so and into he, he him like he love. starts like he starts like knocking over buildings mm-hmm. and like he eats a tree. Mm-hmm. Do people? Do you think an angry person would eat a tree out of anger? You know, I think he'd eat a lot of things out of anger, Frank. And yeah. Now that we really get into it, you know, anger can be a very destructive force, and it can cause mm-hmm. a lot of eating trees and buildings and a lot such. of tree eating, a lot of building smashing. Maybe he. Um, I don't know if we can show this. Maybe he. Um, Maybe he like tinkles mm. on a building. No kids show. I'm I'm assuming we're gonna air this shit on PBS just like the original. Oh, oh no, this no, is P- N- this is CW Kids. NCD NBCW NBCWK NBCW Kids. NBCWK NBCW Kids. Correct. Can they pee? Can they? Can they? Can we show tinkling? No pink. I would prefer not to show tinkling. Come on, we're better no, than that. No tinkling. We're better no than tinkling. that. All right. So then, um, <clears throat> he's like raw. I am Angotron, something like that. I don't like that. Yeah, I think every dog can't every be dog. dog. No, you don't like that? You don't like every dog be I'm just an angry boy. <laughs> I mean, it seems like you like it. <laughs> oh, hold on, I gotta... <coughs> hold on. Buddy? Buddy, did you just kill your... Did you just blow out your mic? Oh, I'm not well. There he is. 
Alright, every dog is droopy dog. I can my throat I can kinda taste blood. Different colored droopies. Of different sizes and colors. Oh boy. <laughs> can you give me an angry droopy? Oh boy, I'm just so angry right now. That's perfect. Oh man. I don't like so, doing that. So he's he's chomping down the street. And I think they have to fail and then succeed every time. Yeah, but for this first episode, yeah, for sure. No, you're right. You're right. Fail then succeed. So uh, Clifford runs up and says, "I." Am. Oh, this is really good. Clifford runs up and says, "I can drain your anger." Let me drain your anger. So Clifford, this is so good. Clifford drains the anger, right? Mm-hmm. And then Angotron, the angry dog. He stops being angry because the anger that that anger got drained from him, and Clifford Clifford is now very angry, but he did the job, right? What about this? But but then, let me let me let fine me, fine please, fine you finish please you, let me finish go ahead. please. Angotron goes back home, uh. where every day the kid is bullied and just gets angry again. But now Clifford's also angry. Uh, and then what? So we're just stuck in this cycle. So then Emily Elizabeth has to fix Clifford with love. And then they find Angotron again. They're like, dude, we just fixed you. Mm, okay. And so then Emily Elizabeth and Clifford, they duke him out, right? They drain the anger. They push the, they, they push the calm. Mm-hmm. And they drain the, the shame. And they push the happy. And then Angotron says, like, I'm sorry, but this is just going to happen again unless you, unless you fix those unless bullies. Unless you kill my bullies. No, no. It's a kid's show. Emily Elizabeth just tells a teacher at school. Ah, yes. Talk to your teachers about bullying, kids. If you see something, say something. That's the lesson. Exactly. If you think something's weird, tell your teacher that it's weird. If your teacher's the one that did something weird, change schools. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Move. mm -hmm. Tell your parents you're sick every day and don't ever go to school. Yes. Until it just goes away. Yes. So how about this, though? How about this, Frank? Frank, how about this? Oh, my this? God. Have you just been biding with me to, to say your thing? No, I like your thing, but I also have another <laughs> idea that I think you will like. <sighs> Frank, in let's have an episode in which we meet his friends. So the first time we meet T-Bone, he is a big, giant, scared monster dog. But... They fix him, and he's like, I was just trying to help my my owner, who is a cop, not be scared. And they no, were that like, doesn't sound like Trippy Dog. Well, but he's normal at this point. They fixed him. Oh, every monster dog is every Troopy Every monster dog. dog is Droopy. I got you. I like that much better. Yeah. And so then he is like, um, yeah, so he says, like, I just wanted to help my owner... By making him less scared, and they were like, "Well, maybe he needs a little bit of that scared to like be cautious." Because because he maybe that day when he came home, he got too reckless and he tried to like jump a barrier and like broke his ankle. Scrotum him ankle. Mm-hmm. Whoa, kid show. <laughs> yeah, and so then they talk to T Bone, and they're like, "Maybe just let him be a little bit scared." And T Bone's like, "A okay. little bit." And so don't T-Bone, overdo it. T Bone's not overdoing it, but T-Bone. he is still constantly siphoning that fear. Yeah, but not all of it. Now. Not all just of it. A, just just most of it. Right. Because fear, cause fear can be healthy, kids, because it's your body's way of telling you something's f***ed up right now. Yeah, fear is not bad, kids. Fear is just the mind killer. Yeah, well, no. I no. mean, yes, but a little bit is good. Yeah. If something makes you afraid, no, do run away, though. 
Yeah. That's tricky. We won't. <laughs> we won't have. You know what? This is a tough topic, kids. We're not gonna. You know, ask your mom. <laughs> ask your mom. Yeah. Most episodes will say with will end with Clifford the Big Red Dog looking to the camera and saying, "Well, kids got a lot of fun." If you're confused about anything, ask your mom. Yes. Ask your parents. All right. Uh, I think that's a solid pilot. Yeah, I think we got a good look. And then we do the thing, previously we talked about the very end, the credits get interrupted, and there's a big, big, scary monster dog eating out of, like, a big old food bowl. He's like, I don't don't like these reapers in here trying to stop my emotion, bad monster dogs. Yes, because he's making them. Mm -hmm. He's orchestrating all these situations that are causing bad dogs. Yeah, he's getting the adoptions lined up or, like, lining up. Like, he made the bullies bully the kids in that corner of the playground. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want to be bullying those, that little boy. Look at him in his underwear. Yeah. Pull that over his head. Maybe he didn't explicitly say what to do. (laughs) Yeah, But he made the bullies angry. Yeah. By by pulling away their other emotions, pulling away everything but anger. Ooh, maybe and that's them, actually them maybe that's actually kind of the thing. Let's talk about this. Maybe that makes him a scarier villain. Is as a dog, he is all the good colors and like a very pleasant thing because he's pulling all the good emotions so that it's only trick, bad emotions though. are left. Yeah, it's totally a trick. But he seems very pleasant and wonderful because yes. he's pulling away all the bad, all the good emotions so that they're only bad emotions. And maybe he shows up. In every episode, like, they walk by a dog that looks very nice. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that happens. That's good. They'll never see it coming. Yes. 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 All right, cut, print. Ship. Ship pizza pouch. Put it in a pizza pouch. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Rebootleggers. Uh, As always, please... Give us a like and a rating, and a, a rating and a review is what I meant to say on a iTunes. Share. That really helps with podcast visibility. Also, subscriptions. Gotta if you're not subscribed on iTunes and you like the show, please, please, please subscribe. Please tell your friends. We'd love uh, to kind of spread this out a little wider. Um, gotta go wide. Gotta go big. Hey, Ned. What's up, Ned? Um, so, until next time, I've been Scott Owen. I've been Frank Sarah. And, Frank, what's our password this week? Pastor this week is rough. How do you spell rough? R-U-F-F. That's what I thought. And then an H at the end. Oh, tricky. Yeah, you gotta get that, uh, gotta get that unpronounced fricative. Fricative, very good. Alright. That's not what a fricative is, and I'm hoping somebody tweets that.